Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. And joining me right now is Mike Ben-Avi. He is a former Israel police and IDF member. He's a researcher of counterterrorism and uh, very, very knowledgeable. You're always a pleasure to speak to Mike. Good morning. How are you? Good morning, Kathy. I'm doing great. How are you? Very well, thank you. Mike, yesterday there was a meeting between uh, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu and U.S. National Security Advisor. What, what was said in the meeting? What, what happened? What are the takeaways? Okay, so according to some um, very reliable sources, news sources in Israel, uh, one of them is Amit Segal, um, it, it was quoted that the U.S. national advisor said to Netanyahu that Israel has a deadline to finish the war until the first week of January 2024. And on the other hand, uh, there are reports that say that Israel must at least, uh, you know, slow down the intensity and move from an intense fighting to a not so intense fighting in Gaza to more pinpointed operations and more, uh, you know, raids in order to, to find Hamas leaders, but at the same time not, you know, not fight Gaza as a, you know, as a city, uh, a lot of things that basically the Israel said declined, from what I know, declined politely, appreciate the United States for all uh, the support, but at the same time, the Israeli government's going to finish its objective, which is destroying Hamas leader, removal of the threat, because let's not forget, there are hundreds of thousands of Israelis that refuse to go back to their homes, and right now living in hotels, until Hamas and that threat from Gaza will be completely removed, and also bringing the hostages uh, back to their families. So the United States does not like this war. The United States wanted this war to be over from the first ceasefire. If you recall, when we did the first hostages uh, uh, deal, but since Israel went back to the war in high intensity in order to finish it, I think that right now the Biden administration is going through a lot of internal pressure from the left-wing um, part of his party, and, and this is what leads to these visits right now. And this is just only the first visit out of three. We're also expecting Secretary Blinken again, and um, I think that it's going to be Defense Minister as well, Powell. So, Mike, let me appeal to you while you're wearing your research of counterterrorism hat, right? One of the, um, I mean, we know that the 7th of October, Hamas saw what was happening in Israel with the protests, and they saw that as a weakness, and they took the opportunity, right? There's a lot that goes into timing, but supernatural things aside, I think that that was one of the, you know, Israel's guard was down because the focus, Israel took her eye off the ball, and the ball is ultimately securing, well, security and, and protecting the people of Israel. Um, with the White House, we've got, you know, you were saying on the one hand they're saying this, on the other hand they're saying that. You know, there's also, there's a third hand where you've got, you know, Blinken saying Israel will end the war when it needs to end. It won't be dictated by us being the United States. So he's coming with a third opinion. It's really... Um, there's not one voice coming out of the White House with regard to Israel, its ally. And it is worrying me a lot when I hear the language that's being used. It's not the language that an ally would use, Mike. 
you know, when you refer to Israel as a them, your ally, you always refer to as an us. What's your thought on that? I'm going to, I agree with you, I'm going to tell you something um, that is going to pretty much complete what you said, because I agree with you 100%. You know, President Zelensky has been invited and just recently been in the White House again. Uh, of course, they're working on a budget that's going to include uh, Ukraine. The Ukraine, excuse me, in the uh, aid that the United States gives Israel. But think about it. Benjamin Netanyahu has not been invited to the White House like you should do with an ally, with an ally during wartime. Yes. I mean, if, if we look at that, you, you would have expected your, your closest ally or your best ally in the Middle East, at least, you, you could have expected a visit. You could have expected an invitation to the White House. But just like happened after the Israeli election, we have to understand this Biden administration, every day that they support Israel should be a surprise for us, should be a relief. This, this is a very anti-Israel administration. The State Department are all of Obama's people, the same people. And their views have never changed. They want two-state solution. They want the IDF to remove Hamas so the Palestinian Authority can go into Gaza and they can have their two-state solution vision. At the same time, Israel will never allow that after October the 7th because now, I hope, we're going to start believing what our enemies are saying. Yeah, and where to from here? I mean, it's, um, it's hugely, hugely concerning. And I think that it's really important to see, and it's very interesting that you bring in Obama, um, because I think there's a sense that there's still a lot happening with him in the background. While he's no longer the U.S. president, it feels like he is still involved. All of his people, the majority, uh, the, the vast majority of his people that had key points in, in his uh, former administration, including Joe Biden, who was Obama's vice president for two terms. Let's not forget that. Yeah. Uh, it's the same DNA. Now, Joe Biden personally is a friend of Israel, and I believe him. But he, even in the United States, you know, when I, when I was covering that stuff, when I lived in the United States, we know, I mean, the United States people don't really consider Joe Biden as the decision maker. They know that Obama's people are behind him. And they're not just behind them behind the scenes, they're behind them uh, right in front. I mean, Blinken is Obama's person. Martin Indyk is still there in the background. Jake Sullivan, all these people are Obama's people. And a lot of people say that he's, he's setting the tone. Uh, and even bringing his wife, Michelle Obama, to even possibly run for presidency. Right, and that is where we, we leave it today. Mike, you have, uh, you've certainly given me lots of food for thought for the weekend. So thanks a lot for that. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me, and Shabbat Shalom to you and all of your uh, listeners. Thank you so much, and to you and your family too. That's Mike Benavi, who's the former Israel Police and IDF member. He is a researcher of counterterrorism. He's no stranger to to us here on Chai FM, and he's really very, very smart, very insightful. So.